Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Orgasms without ejaculation. These are the holy grail for men. They are the equivalent to cervical orgasms in women. Most people haven't even heard of them, let alone had them. Yet, everyone can. Every man can learn how to separate orgasm from ejaculation, and it's exactly as it sounds. You have an orgasm with all of the feelings and blissful sensations, and yet you don't emit any fluid. What's the point of this, you ask? So glad you asked. There are many. The first revolves around the idea of you becoming a sexual powerhouse. The cliche of the two-pump chomp is a cliche for a reason, because it's so common. 75% of men ejaculate within three minutes of intercourse and then they pass out. They have so depleted themselves that the only thing they can do is to keel over and die for an hour or two. My great barometric question is, does sex leave you feeling deeply pleasured energized, rejuvenated, and like it changed your life. If not, then you're doing it wrong. Every single sexual encounter can lift you up and have you feeling like you want to go to the gym rather than needing to take a nap. Seriously, this is what I use as the gauge. Once I've worked with a man and I've coached him in being able to recirculate and retain his sexual energy rather than ejecting it out of him, the litmus test of whether this has worked is... Does he want to run a marathon after having sex? If so, then we know that it worked. Sexual energy is powerful life force energy. Every time you ejaculate, you have the power to create new life. Instead of ejecting out all of that high quality energy, you can redirect it into yourself and have it available to use in your life. This is your procreative energy. This is how you tap into your sexual superpowers. So there are several breathing techniques. I teach and show men how to do this, and you can check those out in my Sexual Mastery for Men salon. Even through these breathing practices alone, once you've mastered them, you will notice a huge difference in your energy level after having having sex, as in you will have lots of it. Where we want you to be is to have full control over how and when you orgasm. You could be in the wildest doggy style position with your woman, slamming her head into the headboard, (laughs) her gorgeous ass tilted all up in the air, and you can keep going and going and going. That is control. That is prowess. And that is the baseline stamina that every man ought to bring to the table or the bed. 
bed or the table or the couch. The next level beyond that is learning how to orgasm without ejaculation. So this means you still have an orgasm and an even better orgasm than ever before because it's full body and it lasts much longer, is much more pleasurable than your typical orgasm, and you don't ejaculate. So no fluid emissions. Yes, it's possible, and yes, every man can do it. In ancient Taoist and tantric traditions where they studied sexual energy, they placed a high value on the fluids a man produced and typically wasted with every ejaculation that didn't create a baby. This wasn't a measure of morality. It was a measure of energy. The body works hard to create this nourishing goo of life, and it takes all of the highest quality nutrients in the body and pours them into this magic potion. When men eject this alchemical jizz, daily, it taxes the body. It has to keep digging into its best reserves to create more and have it ready for the next big moment, which for most men is every day. So Taoist and tantric practitioners worked with this idea of conserving this powerful fluid. And the proof is in the pudding. This idea has been spoken about through the ages in different cultures all over the world that these fluids are precious and that the reckless and excessive ejaculation of them is damaging. We see ancient writers, like even in the time of Galen and Hippocrates in ancient Greece, talking about this idea of these vital, precious fluids and that we shouldn't waste them, that they were very important in the body. And in modern times, we've had research back this up with the concept that we're having an increase in testosterone, dopamine, serotonin, brain androgen receptors in not masturbating, i.e. ejaculating regularly or frequently. You You can define what that is is for yourself. But I would say that people who are doing this every day are definitely in the realm of frequently. And then look, I grew up hearing, and we all have, I'm sure, about male athletes being advised not to have sex before the big game. Well, if they had my kind of sex, they'd actually end up with much more energy afterwards and they'd be prescribed a three-hour gourmet sex date the day before the big game. But for the average person, the kind of junk food sex that they normally have is going to have the same effect as junk food. There's a quick hit or a high, and then this is followed by a rapid decline in energy, like a blood sugar plummet where people usually need to take a nap to recover. And same thing with sex. The modern term for this practice of no masturbation, sex porn, or ejaculation for certain periods of time is no fap. And look, I mean, there are ways, like I said, the best of both worlds is to learn how to orgasm without ejaculation. But here's a quote from the championship boxer, David Hayes, who says, I don't ejaculate for six weeks before the fight. No sex, no masturbation, no nothing. It releases too much tension. It releases a lot of minerals and nutrients that your body needs, and it releases them cheaply. This is very well said. Like This is somebody who is very attuned to their own body. They're constantly looking at how to finesse every element of their diet, their training, their personal habits so that they can be at the top of their game. And this is part of his big game plan. So like I said, what's even better though than not just not coming or not having sex is learning to get high off of that potent energy, learning how to recirculate that energy through the body, breathe it through the system, and then be able to separate orgasm from ejaculation, which will give you all of the high of reabsorbing, reintegrating all of those high quality nutrients. So from that physiological 
astrological perspective and then from this more Taoist tantric energy perspective as well that this is chi, right? This is strong prana and chi not just nutrients, not just building blocks and amino acids, but chi, our life force, and that we're also recirculating and reabsorbing that. So that is the ideal, right? This is harvesting, harnessing your own power source that's at your fingertips, in your pelvis, at your genitals, that you can use as an energy source for everything that you do in your life. And then, of course, one of the other major benefits for this is for your partner. So assuming you have a female partner, this idea that you can fuck her to infinity and beyond. You can go for miles and miles. (laughs) You have incredible stamina. And like I said, if 75% of men ejaculate within three minutes, I would say that 99% plus ejaculate within 10 minutes. First off, this does nothing for your woman then who basically feels like she is just the receptacle for your sperm. If you pump, dump, and slump her enough, she's just going to stop fucking you. She'll have all kinds of reasons, like she has a low libido, or, oh, look, another yeast infection, or she's just so busy, and she's so tired all the time with the kids. It's none of those things. She's tired of you using her vagina like it's a dumping ground, and she's just not having it anymore. So she might not even be fully conscious of why she's avoiding sex with you, But rest assured, if you are a two-pump chump, she will avoid sex with you. And she might not even know that there's something better out there because maybe all of the other guys she's been with have been also two-pump chumps. I spoke about this a little bit last week in the circumcision episode that I think a big reason why we have this epidemic of premature ejaculators is because they've had their dicks cut off from the time they were born. And so they're operating with this handicap of this dissociation, disconnection, with their sexual organ that manifests in ways like this among potentially many other ways. So unless you are an instant recovery anomaly, once you're done, it's game over. When a woman is with a guy who bails too early, this is problematic for, well, many reasons, but a couple of major ones is that she's opening emotionally and physically into the kinds of orgasms that she could get to, like maybe she could start to be opening up into a deeper G-spot orgasm or cervical orgasm, and then he tanks. And then she feels like she can't trust him to really be there for her. And then this spreads out from the bedroom into other areas of their lives where she starts to feel like she can't trust him. So the deeper vaginal orgasms in women, cervical G-spot orgasms require a couple of very important things time and space. They typically need an extended period of time, foreplay, other sexual positions, and then some very sustained stimulation to get her over the edge. And they require trust. She has to feel that she can trust him. That no matter what outpouring of emotion, shrieking, screaming, crying, laughter that are often accompanied with these deeper vaginal orgasms, that you'll be able to handle it. That she can pour all of this out into you and you can hold the space for it. Each time you bail before she's even gotten close to this place in herself, this is the place that every woman needs to get to regularly in order to be well fucked. Each time you pull the rug out from under her, she's left feeling that you can't go there with her. She's on her own, you know, she's trying to open herself emotionally, physically, and then you bail. So she's at this crucial moment or on her way to it and she's trying to get there and she can't because you pull the rug 
dog out from under her. So you combine that, this lack of trust with her then under fuckedness because she will be under fucked. And like I said, this spreads out to the rest of your lives. And so she'll start to belittle you. She'll pull back and doubt your ability in all areas of your lives. And she'll let you know because she'll take jabs and pot shots and make these little insulting, undermining comments. This is the behavior of a woman scorned which is really another way of saying a woman who just got pumped, dumped, and slumped too many times, and she's going to make you pay. (laughs) You know, I often say when a guy comes to me and he's complaining about his naggy, complaining, bitchy woman, and I'm like, you know, you're probably just not fucking her enough, well enough, or long enough, and that's why she's punishing you like this on a daily basis and making you pay for it. I like to say that it's not behind every good man that there's a woman, Au contraire, behind every good woman is a man on his knees, ferociously thrusting and giving her everything that he's got. So your ability to penetrate her deeply and for a long, long time are what are going to take her into well-fucked territory. And this is where she becomes your secret weapon. She becomes the woman who truly does stand beside you, supporting you, helping you in your mission in life. She will give you everything that she's got. She will fully surrender herself to you. And this is the most delicious, amazing, energizing, strengthening feeling for a man to have. So your fuck skills are essential. Being able to decide when and if or how to come and or ejaculate are crucial for you to unleash your own potential and your partner's true potential, both in bed and in life. So today for our well-fucked all-star, I'm going to bring to you Regan, and he was one half of a couple who came to my Bali retreat a few years ago, and he's he's pretty blasé about his gifts and talents, like being able to have and I'm not, you're going to listen to this. And yes, you heard me right. 14 hour sex dates. I humbly recommend three hour sex dates to people in my work, you know, weekly three hour sex date. And he's just taken that to the limit, like beyond the outer limits of everything and spends like more than half the day in bed with his partner. So he's on right now. We're going to chat with him and he's going to explain how he very early on in his sexual history learned how to orgasm without ejaculation. And look at him now. He's 63 years old. He's got the sexual skills, stamina, and abilities that surpass any 20-year-old anywhere. Here's Regan. Well fucked, all stars. Welcome, Reagan. It's wonderful to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you, Cam. It's it's uh, fun to be here. I was uh, surprised when you asked me, but I was I was honored and uh, excited. Fabulous. Well, you stuck out in my mind as a well-fucked all-star from your time getting to know you on the Bali retreat. So I think maybe you're just a little bit humble because when people hear about your accomplishments, I don't think they'll be so surprised to learn why I asked you. So I wanted to have you share about your journey of building stamina as a man and being able to have conscious control over your ejaculation and then even being able to master separating orgasm from ejaculation. So how did that all come about for you? Well, I was I was in college and I was probably doing mostly what college kids do in the, you know, early 70s and I don't have a lot of kidney energy, you know, as I found out 
and kidneys are very important in your chi and sexuality. And I was loving sex and I was having a lot of well, sex. How did you know was, that you didn't have, that you had these issues with your kidneys? Was that a medical diagnosis? Um, what? Yeah, it was my blood test showed up very high for you. And I was like clear up in the seventies and my creatinine was, you know, like 4.3 or something like that. And I would like, if I'd go drinking, I would swell up. I wouldn't urinate. I looked like a like I gained ten pounds overnight, and wow. uh, and they actually wanted to do dialysis, and this is like nineteen seventy seven. I'm like, uh, no, thank you. I'm going to go try something else. And so I actually, you know, I was we didn't have the internet then, so I was doing some research in herbology and things like that, and I started doing watermelon fast, and Ooh. so I was doing. 30 to 40 pounds of watermelon a day, juicing it, eating it. I go ride my bike a day. <laughs> I go ride my bicycle 60 miles, stop at a fruit stand, eat a 10 pound watermelon, and ride back <laughs> 60 miles, sweat it out. So I was making my skin work more than my kidneys, and, and I was doing a lot of that, and that was really helping. And then I, you know, I had a girlfriend, and we'd have sex, and then my back would hurt, and I'd feel depleted, and I'd be exhausted, and classes were hard, and so I said, I got to figure something out. So I started doing some meditation and, and some breathing techniques and, and things like that. And, and, and it really started um, helping me with it. And then at the same time that I was at a party and I met this lady, she, I was 22 years old and she was like 43 or something like that. And she, we got to talking and she says, Oh, you, you need to do tantric sex. And I'm like, really? You know, <laughs> tell me more. And so Next thing I knew, I was at her place for the whole weekend, and we had, we were in bed for 48 hours. You know, <laughs> not always having sex, just building. And she started showing more, me more things, and and doing more things than just, you know, having um, sex. We were we were having sex, but not, you know, just getting on top of each other and getting it on that way, I guess, so to speak. And so then, um, as I started doing more of these breathing techniques with her. I was starting to, and she was working on different parts of my body and making it more sensitive and more sensitive. And so, like, you know, different parts of my body besides my penis were getting sensitive. My lips were getting more sensitive. My ears, my nipples, you know, so many things were starting to happen. And I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> and then she disappeared out of my life after about four months. I hardly ever saw her again. I mean, I maybe saw her once and twice in passing. So it was like, universe supplied me with an instructor, mm -hmm. you know, to help me. <laughs> and so then when um, my girlfriend, she was like, well, this is just too weird. You know, I don't know if I can do this. And, and so what I found through the years is some women love um, having a, a, you know, a long sex date and some women like, eh, it's not so much for me. And so sometimes I feel like, um, I don't know if this is weird to say I sometimes I feel like in a relationship I'm almost more the woman and sensitivity and stuff and they're the ones that have sex and go to sleep. I'm like, oh, well, it's interesting. It doesn't but I, work so much. Well, I think that it's the same limitation that like you don't know what you don't know, and for most women, all they know is the clitoris. And so, in the same way that we have a very like the terminal kind of penile orgasm that's just like bust one out and then pass out and go to sleep, you know, women have that parallel experience with the clitoris that they just use it as a sleep aid, right? I need to go to sleep. I'll bust out mm -hmm. an orgasm and pass out, like you know, where that's the most low to me lowest form of use of sex and 
orgasm as a sleep aid, as a way to actually escape rather than wake up, you know, both physically and mm -hmm. even in your level of consciousness. And so it, to me, women who are in that position, they don't know what they don't know. They think the clitoris is all there is, and that's where they're operating from. And so to them, you know, there wouldn't be, or in, in a guy in the same position, there isn't much point of an extended sex date because if you can get to the finish line in three minutes, why wouldn't you? That's the whole point, right? They have no clue that there's this entire other universe out there. Like I liken, say, the clitoris as the tip of the iceberg, right? Literally, like 90% mm -hmm. of all the good right. stuff is in the vagina. And then again, like the parallel for men would be like 90% of what they can experience comes through learning how to build stamina, you know, and get past that urge to just bust one out in the first three minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of guys I've talked to, and even in Bali, a few of the fellows that they thought the goal was to ejaculate. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like not for me, because it wastes me. You know, I had I actually had a medical condition that, you know, forced me to choose. Are you going to continue having sex or, you know, this is going to kill you? <laughs> so I basically, guess. through that yeah. woman, like you were educated to the fact that having excessive ejaculation was depleting for you and that you having this kidney condition that was already, you know, on the edge and doing all these other things to help fortify your energy, realized that having that kind of depleting sex wasn't going to work. And then she showed you this new way of expanding orgasm, expanding the sexual experience and learning how to build stamina and not just bust out these, you know, excessive ejaculations. And that you started to feel the difference in that in your body of like, okay, now I can have sex and feel energized rather than exhausted. Right. And I would actually feel physical pain. I mean, my, you know, my back would actually hurt the next day after sex. You know, it's like so, my kidneys were just being wrung out, I guess. You know what's interesting to me, though, is that I think that what you experienced, because your body was already on edge anyway, you were just tuned into the fact that this is a real like drain on your energy, where according to Taoist and tantric traditions, excessive ejaculation, unconscious ejaculation is a drain every time on men if they're not being aware of what they're doing and too much of it. Mm -hmm. And But your body put you in this position where you could actually feel the effect of that, where I think most men don't, right? They don't feel the effect of that. They don't attribute any, like, say, exhaustion after having sex. Like, they don't even put it together. <laughs> like, the mm -hmm. fact that they pass out, they just think, whatever, I'm having a nice nap right they don't even consider the fact right. that they've you know drained themselves of all of this high quality energy mm -hmm. exactly I know so I mean um, it's interesting that you know some of your things that you've taught you know you call it vitamin BJ yes. and stuff and it's great for your skin and, and the amino acids and all those things so um, now that you know, I'm I'm definitely healthier than I was, and my kidneys are functioning um, normal. And um, you know, so we choose to have some ejaculation. You know, just for um, my girlfriend's mm -hmm. benefit also, and mm -hmm. she loves it. I mean, yeah. she loves it at that point. You know, it's, it's like give me more, give me more. And I said, no, we want to go longer. So we have it. We, <laughs> we have, have to share. I'm keeping some. You can have a little bit here and there. <laughs> <laughs> right there you go 
There you go. <laughs> well, my view over the years had always been like when I would have, you know, meet a new partner, like I would try to explain these things to them. And if they were, sometimes they were already into it, sometimes they weren't. And it's like, all right, well, if you don't want it, I'll take it, right? Like if you're, if you're going <laughs> to insist on ejecting it out, then just make sure it goes into my mouth or into my pussy because, you know, don't <laughs> fucking put it on my tits because like I always, that's a waste. You know, sometimes I've actually been like sopping up ejaculate that's been on my belly or something and like putting it in my mouth to make sure <laughs> that it doesn't go to waste and people would just be right? like staring at me like what are you doing and I'm like you clearly don't know but I do <laughs> right yeah there's definitely in the sexual world there is all different types out there isn't there all different desires or wants or but you know, like you said they don't know what they don't want to know or like one thing we i didn't know that much about was uh g-spot orgasm and i and i i have been with women that had g-spot orgasms but i don't know if it was anything that i was really doing and i believe when i went to bali and we learned how to do that i mean it's that's been amazing that's been life-changing in our in our sex life it's been well, awesome let's talk about this a bit so like the idea of you having more stamina being able to go the distance because the issue with a guy like 70 75% of men ejaculate within 3 minutes of intercourse and i would wager that probably 99.9% .9 ejaculate within 10 minutes so if a woman is only getting fucked for three minutes, maybe 10 minutes, she's not gonna be sexually satisfied. And even if she doesn't understand, again, like you don't know what you don't know, and if all you've ever known is five minute sex, you're gonna to start to think, well, eh, take it or leave it. Like this isn't the greatest thing. I'm basically mm -hmm. here as a fucking sperm receptacle and that's it, you know? <laughs> um, really, it's true though, right? And so no wonder yeah. women oh, start yeah. being like, oh, I have a lot of laundry to do. I don't think I really, f oh, have a low libido. I don't really feel like having sex. Like no kidding right because why would right. you so then let's sure. like the flip side of that is if a woman starts to get these longer drawn-out sexual encounters you can explore these deeper experiences like g-spot orgasms like cervical orgasms what differences have you noticed in your lovers or your current relationship where the woman is then getting the benefits of having these extended sex dates and your ability to choose when or if to ejaculate, you know, or, or you know, never really even having to end, right? Like there's no definitive right. cutoff if you are in total control. Yeah, exactly. And so what I've, what I've found is... Um, um, I, I always want to say her name. Can I say her name? Can I say your name? Yeah. So Janet. <laughs> when it's Janet. Um, hi, Janet. Um, hi. <laughs> um, with Janet, when we've had these extended sex dates, which we've, we've been doing more and more. I mean, we had a 12-hour sex date um, the last time we were up here on Breckenridge for oh birthday. Oh, my gosh. And you guys are champions. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we went to bed at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, loving, 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 got up, got some water, came back, more loving, 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 then it finally, I guess it was 14 hours, because then it was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, get it right, <laughs> yeah, get it right, so, well, the biggest thing I felt with my own body is a lot of times, like, if I'm 
having cunnilingus with her, it's like I'm stimulating myself. I mean, I feel it in my, my penis as I'm, you know, going crazy on her. And same thing, you know, Janet will be sucking on my nipples and it's like she's having an orgasm while she's just doing that and she's feeling it. Um, so it's like our body parts are starting to mesh into one as the more G-spots we've done, the more cervical orgasms we've done, the more time we've just spent together touching, kissing. I mean, we might just kiss for an hour, you know, and touching ourselves and kissing and kissing and, you know, and stimulating ourselves like that. And, you know, it's been amazing. So, I mean, and the, I mean, the first time we did a G-spot orgasm with Janet, it was emotional. She cried. She was like maybe trying to pull my hand away and, you know, going for a clitoris, you know, and I said, no, stay away from the clit, <laughs> you know, and now she's having them easier. She can have them with my tongue. Um, you know, it's, it's been amazing. And just, I mean, she'll have experiences. I call it, I actually call it calling in the mothership because her body will go into, um, movements that are like, she goes, I've never done this. I don't have control of what's happening with my arms and my hands my hands and my feet and um, and then she, the visions that she sees, you know, in her mind. And I've actually, one time I got to see the vision that she was seeing. It was like I was in this dream state with her while we were having sex. It was, it was, it was intense. It was, it's fun. I mean, I, and then when we're done, we will, we'll talk about it and we'll laugh and then we'll say, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it again. <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it's I think it's like a, it can become like a drug. <laughs> well, no, I mean, look, if we're talking body. about in the classic like tantric Taoist ideology that we're taking energy that's at the lower chakra and we're rise like the thing about these practices is we're helping to raise that energy up through the body and all the way up mm -hmm. through the crown chakra and these ancient modalities like tantric and Taoist mm -hmm. sexual thought that's what they the purpose was is to take this energy that people often use in very base and coarse ways and raise it up and actually use it as the springboard to enlightenment and to higher mm -hmm. states of consciousness and to rejuvenation and you did that in terms of helping to heal yourself with your sexual energy which is an amazing thing and then now with a partner you're actually accessing all of these transcendent states of consciousness this merging this even sort of psychic telepathic energetic merging which is beautiful and you know these are high high level experiences that come through you know in my view these this is what happens after hours of being intimate like people will never get to these places in a three minute sexual encounter or even like half an hour of sex like this is really well, you know what you're saying 12 i recommend people have a three hour weekly sex date but you've <laughs> you've just taken that to the moon and back with a 12 to 14 hour sex date right and this is and these right. are the rewards and so you know what do you what have you two noticed then that happens to you you've touched on it a bit in terms of your health effects but what do you notice happens to you in your outer life and so the more that you've had these extended encounters these very very deep and intimate and close and connected encounters what happens when you walk out of the bedroom how are you different how are you changed um 
I have a big smile on my face <laughs> most of the time. And lots of times Janet will go back to her um, town that she lives in and people go, what are you doing? You look younger. What's happening? <laughs> you know, so she's got a big smile on her face and she's, you know, she's got uh, more spring in her step. And, and uh, so her health is, is improving and her her joy, I think, is in improving. Um, and and um, for myself, physically, I you know, I'm semi-retired, but I, I'm a hard worker. I you know, I love love what I do, and and um, but I'm trying to uh, you know, I am cutting back, but the money just seems to keep flowing in. You know, like this week, I didn't. I worked one day, but I you know, I brought in a tremendous amount of money. You know, checks coming in the mail or different things happening like that or, you know, stock purchases that just, oh, yeah, hit that one right. <laughs> so it's like I, I feel like I'm tapping into the tantric financial gurus sometimes with it all and they're just blessing me. <laughs> with more abundance you know? well I feel like you know I've talked about that relationship between really revving up your sexual energy and wearing it and inhabiting it and then how things do come to you because I've seen that over and over again both in my life and in my clients lives enough to cite this as a thing a phenomenon that happens is that when people are really channeling that energy and you know like I said revving it up in their lives it draws thing it magnetizes positive things everything from opportunities to cash literally just fall into your lap because your lap is what's attracting them right the energy that you're generating <laughs> is pulling Thank these you. things into you and even people like you mentioned with Janet like people notice what I've often called the well-fucked glow right like when you're literally mm -hmm. wearing this energy and people see it they feel it and they're like what what's what are you doing different did you get a facelift did you need to cut your hair like what are you doing what is it what's that je ne sais quoi that's making you feel really good to be around yeah it's awesome it's um yeah for you know and i actually find myself like when janet and i are apart i still find myself doing the breathing techniques you know that you've taught with running it up and, and then down over the top of the body and and you know just making that part of my whole breathing technique and and as i do it then all of a sudden janet will call me or she'll be laying down in the afternoon to grab some energy and i said oh i'll call janet or facetime janet and then pretty soon we're both laying in bed you know grabbing thousand some miles energy away <laughs> grabbing some energy together so and it's it's amazing how um we've connected um emotionally but we also have connected chemically and, and somewhat we've connected physically because our dietary thing has become like the same. It's like, you like that too? Yeah, I like that too. You know, and so, um, so it's, it's been a, it's amazing to fall in love and be in love and be able to, um, to have these 14 hour sex dates or three hour sex dates or <laughs> one time early in our relationship, um, we'd had sex till the point we were sore quite a bit and she was flying out early in the morning she flew to, flew to Seattle to meet me and and uh, so she had to get up early and I stayed in bed and she came back to say goodbye and before she knew it I had her pants off and I had her down and, and <laughs> she got up she goes I just think we had our first quickie and I said we did have our first quickie wasn't it fun 
Now go grab an airplane. <laughs> but we did our three-minute one. The first time we ever did a three-minute one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. And that's like a noteworthy. You're like, oh, wow. Look, look, it's a milestone for us. We had a short succession. <laughs> crazy. We're such crazy people. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I love, like, you know, the fact that this has been then your, your normal, your normal is having these extended sex dates and having sex for hours. And I really, really love that you can describe these correlations then of your energetic, emotional, some people might use the word psychic kind of closeness and merging that comes out of that, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is the, the ideal, the goal really is that we have that level of closeness that I think most people don't even understand and one of the most powerful way you know even though i teach all kinds of things about emotional connection and communication techniques and radical honesty one of the most powerful ways and probably that trumps all of that is through our sexual connection and having this extended time together to just let everything come out that needs to come out and deepen and deepen and deepen and you know the idea of anami the name that i gave myself there's always an, another level to go so even when you hit mm -hmm. a fantastic orgasm or experience well wait a second there's more there's another door beyond that you know and it's really infinite how far you can go and just like you said like the the, the expressions of that depth that then show up in your day-to-day -day life that really validate and affirm that this closeness you're generating in bed is also showing up in all these other places. Mm -hmm. it, it's so it's so fun to watch the the morphine and like you say going to a new level, going to a new level, and then you know being at that level for a little while, and then going to another level. You know, yeah, the fourteen hour one was definitely another level for us. Yeah, you know, that yeah. was like wow. <laughs> So when you say that you're in bed for the 14 hours, so like you're kind of lounging, you're talking a bit, you're making love, like how long would you say you're, you've had intercourse for like consecutively, like with you inside of her for? Um, I'm looking at her. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, I would say probably me being inside of her, I'd probably say, I mean, lots of times I will fall asleep inside of her. I'm hard inside of her. Or <laughs> This is another funny story. I was like, I really, I had, I'd already had like six orgasms. And I wanted to go to nine orgasms for some reason. And Janet was tired. And she goes, no, I'm really tired. And I said, it's okay, you can just lay there. <laughs> and before I knew it, so she's like totally involved. You know, we're back up. So I think I got to t actually 12 orgasms that day or that session. So I would say, you know, a good three hours sometimes that I'm actually still hard and in her. You know, I've woken up inside of Janet and still hard. <laughs> That's amazing. That's love. That's it amazing. It is amazing. I'm, I'm amazed that sometimes that she actually, you know, how remember how you said you, you love your man's organ? Yes. She she loves my organ, <laughs> and I definitely can feel her love. My organ. Makes such so, a big and difference, that, and that that makes it does it totally does. I mean, you know, I'm 63 years old now, and it's like, um, yeah, I know that you know most 20 year olds can't even begin to keep up with me. 
with it at all. That's very well put. That's very well put. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add to the conversation? Um, it's, it's so worth it to be with the one you love and practice your breathing techniques and, and go with your extended sex dates and, and just see what you can go, how high you can go. To me, it's almost like climbing mountains. And I used to climb 14,000 mountains, 14,000 peaks. And it was definitely high when you got to that 14,000, you know, it was like, wow. I can do this, you know, and, 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 you know, people always go, why do you climb mountains? I said, I don't know, it's just a feeling of when I'm up there, what I feel. And, it, and it's the same thing with when you're having sex with somebody you love and you, you hit that three hour point and you're like, let's see if we can get to six hours, you know, and, and go from there. It's, it's amazing for your mind. It's amazing for your body. Cause like you said, for me, it's, it's a healing thing. You know, I was, I was guessing like, I was selfish initially about it because you know, I love I love sex, and I didn't know a part the part about it that it was actually healing me as I was doing it too. But now that you mentioned that, I thought it was all the diet and the fasting and you know my discipline and all those things. But um, I'm sure the tantra was part of it. And then once I was healed, that lady like she disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah, that's amazing. Wonderful teacher to show up there. Well, I wonder if people yeah. sometimes get afraid of what's beyond the next peak, right? Because the, the doorway, the price of admission to these places is surrender. It's really letting go, dropping down your guard, allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Like there's no way you could get to all of these places and be together for that length of time because people are afraid of being seen. They're afraid of really opening themselves and letting someone see that deeply inside of them. And so, like I said, that's the price of admission and people have their own. And that's why I do so much work about clearing blockages, like helping people to re remove the things that are getting in the way of them allowing that pure revelation and exposure to happen because that's where we get to and so to me it's really it's about courage it's about courage to be willing to let someone see you that deeply to open up and share these places in ourselves and a lot of people have their wall we all do we all have walls built but it's yeah. those of us who are willing to let them down and dare to dive into that abyss where we have no idea where we're going to end up or who we are going to end up as because we become reborn through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love the way you put that. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experiences of multi-orgasmic and extended sex date love mastery. It's very inspiring to hear. And absolutely, at 63 years old, you are far ahead of the pack, especially <laughs> someone in their well, 20s. Thank you, for thank you for being a large part of this. I mean, I, I tried to get into um, one of your... Uh, I, did, I took your salon... And then I wanted to get into Bali Bliss or the Mexican Bliss or the retreats, yeah, the, the retreats. And I didn't, you know, I didn't get in the first time. And then I met Janet, and then I said, "Hey, would you do this with me?" And she said, "Oh, I'd love to." And so then, you know, we were on a waiting list, and then Janet was talking with your assistant, and all of a sudden, a spot opened up, and we're like, "Yeah, we're in. Yeah, we're going." And and it's that's been awesome. That has really catapulted us both together 
you know, so it's been amazing for our relationship and um, love to love to see it again. It's awesome. Fabulous. Well, we loved having you there. All right. Thanks so much, Regan and Janet. Okay. Happy 14 hours, Ing. Okay. Thanks, Kim. Bye-bye. Bye. You can learn how to build stamina and separate orgasm from ejaculation, how to open your woman and give her G-spot orgasms, cervical orgasms, squirting orgasms, and turn her into a truly well-fucked woman. All this and more in the Sexual Mastery for Men salon that is now open. This is my eight-week online how to live, love, and fuck in a male body program that everyone ought to have. Registration is open now. Come one come all. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.